November. How is everyone doing, man? JLS show coming at you like Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch that 90s TV kids show? Uh, no. What's that? Well, we're all a bit old for that, Jay, mate. Too old. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have a very special guest with us uh, this month, and it's a second appearance. Yeah, like the turd that won't flush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bad smell keeps her coming back. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, Mr. Bruce Lee from The Sound of Fam. Yeah, good evening. Well, what did you think of November as a month then in general on the playlist? I thought it was strong, actually. I thought it was strong. i tell you what I found out was when I was going through the rest of my shortlist to figure out what my hidden sleeve might be. Yes, I struggled with that. Yeah. My oh. shortlist was 34 tracks long. <laughs> So it was really difficult to narrow it down. Right, and well, we're going to get into the top threes, and uh, I'm going to start off with one of mine, and that's going to be Cass uh, McCombs and Vacation from Fort. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Trip yourself up there, J-Mac. I picked it as my top number one last week. I loved it so much because I actually wrote a similar tune. Raloni, isn't that right? But you cut that clip out from last month's uh, show in the edit. I've gone back into my Dropbox, trialled over seven years' worth of demos that have all got random dates, but I managed to find the actual tune, and uh, this is it. This is a tune by Janny, 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 Johnny and the Vankers, and it sounds a little bit like this. I don't think the court case is going to get very far because that file has been sitting in my Dropbox for about seven years. So there you go. I, I liked it that much because I wrote something very similar. Yeah, the thing is, J-Mac, the reason you're on very uh, dodgy ground in, in J-Mac versus McCombs. Exactly, in J-Mac <laughs> McCombs. The thing is, basically, it's a minor pentatonic, okay? So you've just described kind of like about 80% of indie rock music there. Um, <laughs> basically, they start on the octave. Both of yours start on the octave. Okay, good so far. Yeah. Right? Then yours goes down to the fourth, I think, and then up to the fifth. And then minor third. Yeah. Ends on the minor third, okay? Whereas Kaz McCombs goes down, goes down to the fifth, and then up to the minor seventh. Say no more. Okay. Got me by the balls, and it is completely and utterly different. Yeah, so within two notes, it's different. Yeah, totally different. One final thought, J Mac. I noticed that you'd uh, titled the track you'd recorded as Quats uh, something or other. Quats style. Yeah, Quats style. So, are you saying that you think Queens of the Stone Age sound like that Casma Coons track? No, it's the riff. It's the riff. <laughs> but as you said, it's a pentatonic scale. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, what I'd do is I'd go and rename that Casma uh, Coons style. <laughs> thank you for your unwavering support right and well that's a little bit of, of jovial fun uh, to start off the show with now to get down to the serious business my number three for this month is by a band 
Uh, so good that they end themselves twice. Duran Duran. <laughs> no, it's Kyoto, Kyoto. And right. the song is it called Trier. Trier. Trier, yeah. Is a Steve classic, mate. 991 listeners. 990 listeners, yeah. Wow. They are a trio, apparently, uh, based in London, but they're certainly not speaking English in that song. No, that that will annoy uh, Bruce Lee. (laughs) (laughs) They'll learn to speak the bloody language. Yeah. I was trying to think what Bruce might be in German. Uh, What did everyone think of that? It's all right to me, to be honest. What did you think of the breakdown in the middle? I like that. I like that more than the uh, main uh, sort of theme of the song, to be honest. There's a nice little... There's a nice little solo feel there that I really like. Just caught my ear from the off, and I thought, this is something different, and I liked it. Now, you know what I'm going to say. I don't actually remember it when it was on the playlist at all. No, I didn't. Didn't ring any bells at all. The one that got away for you. It's it's not one I'll listen to again, if I'm honest. Okay, fair enough. What about you, Bruce? I thought on their bio, there's, uh, there's, a, there's a lady sat there with uh, double bass. Is that what is that? Is that cello? Double bass? What is that? I don't... She's got a flute as well, hasn't she? Yeah, it looks like yeah. There's some multi instrumentation going on, so yeah. there may be a little bit. Oh, he's uh... got a flying V as well, Stu. Jesus, has he? <laughs> I, bet, I bet they uh, inspired by Michael Schenker. <laughs> <laughs> You were so judgmental. You're not even listening to the music. You're just looking at the pictures and, and picking fault in them. Um, well, thank you anyway for your input on that. That was my third one. And moving on is uh, William the Conqueror Loney. Yes. You're number three this month. It is. Um, I really enjoy this. Now, this is one of the ones that from the off, I thought, yeah, that's strong contender. Yeah, ended up as number three. But it was always up there. <laughs> To try to swim the rivers to the top 
But I'm still in the ocean courting rips Nothing sticks On the fence Balanced like the words and how they're read To seek the rope but only need the thread The sky will all come falling like you said a lot of boxes doesn't it yeah so so where where do you where would you guess they're from i was going to say are they american they sound american they to sound me american but yeah that doesn't mean anything does it i'm going to enlighten you because i uh i found something on allmusic.com they're from cornwall fuck off really <laughs> yep william the conqueror was a, an english he was an english what he was a battle axe wasn't he in the early 10th or 11th century <laughs> what <laughs> Do they teach history differently when you you went to school? <laughs> Who was it? Or oh, I get confused. Oliver Cromwell was that Cromwell? No, your history. Oliver Cromwell, yeah, famously wasn't from Cornwall though. <laughs> right. So where was William the Conqueror from? Was he Dutch? Well, from France. From the well, Norm- Normandy. Normandy. Yeah. So is he not Oliver Cromwell? <laughs> oh, oh, you can have that as the. Uh... Title for the show, Oliver Cornwall. Oliver Cornwall. <laughs> I, think so, yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to move on. Here end of today's history lesson. History is obviously yeah. not at the strong point. Okay. We'll have to do. We'll have to do a separate podcast. Jailless uh, <laughs> history show that should be allowed. Can I just read you this uh, quick biog of um, William the Conqueror, delivering sounds that pays tribute to the classic Americana of Nashville, merged with the more atmospheric stylings of English folk. William the Conqueror are an alternative folk rock outfit from Cornwall, England. So there we go. It's just a shame he's singing in an American accent. Well, he could be American. It just says that they're from Cornwall. You know, he could be one of the many Americans that have upsticked and, uh, you know, settled in in Cornwall. Maybe a surfer. Well, we'll do a history lesson after the show. Um, (laughs) Sorry for any inaccuracies there in my... uh, (laughs) In my assumptions. Yeah, so apologies to any, any Normans out there that we've offended <laughs> by not acknowledging your, your founder and king. Have we got a general consensus on that song then? Is it a thumbs up from everyone? Yeah, yeah. It is from me. It is from me, yeah. It's a good toe yeah. tap, a nice bit of acoustic in the background. Yeah. Gets it going along. And finally, on to you, Stooky. Trip the Witch and John Anderson with Saturn, We Miss You. Please do elaborate on this song. You put it on, didn't you, John? Yeah, but I'm asking Stooky why he put it, why he chose it. Why I chose it? Oh, because uh, I like it. Because it's John Anderson. Uh, I can't remember. Play it. Play it. Let's go.
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> I I realise why I like that now. Got him. It, it is it is the Stone Temple Pilots. I didn't realise it was the guitarist from there. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. I just can't get past John Anderson's voice. Well, it, it's it's Marmite, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I don't particularly like his voice, but. There is a few tracks that he's done in the past that I really do like. Um, I'm trying to think of them now, but yeah. <laughs> and you're a lonely heart. <laughs> uh, I never really, I never really liked that one, but but um, cool. but anyway, that track. What I, I like that within two chords straight mm. away does something unusual, you know. So it's just just I really like that kind of chord sequence and the way it builds and everything. But John, John, I was really surprised when he started singing. He must be nearly eighty by now. He, yeah, he can't be. He's young, been around he? since. Yeah. You know, early seventies, yeah, probably before that. Yeah. Probably before, yeah. 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 Well, I had to click. I had to click on to confirm that it was him. You know, you know what Spotify is like. It's right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't because I heard his voice and thought, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's John Anderson. laughs> what does everyone think about it then? I do like it. It's just, um, I say, I don't like his voice normally, but uh, it's a nice song. It's a good song. It was yeah. on the shortlist, actually. Oh, was it? Oh, good man. Yeah. Uh, moving swiftly on to the number twos and we're going to start off with mine this time again and Lowney, you have made it onto the list this month I have. where did you find uh gut health and in and on um you know i can't actually remember again most of the time you hear this from me it's the cracking bass riff that caught my ear to start off with mm. and then also i do really like her voice uh, it's a lovely female voice Right, well, here we go. This is in a Norman gut health, or the other way around. The, the bass riff on that just there's some great bass work on that yeah it's so good well it's that thing again that we said about cast mccombs isn't it where it's um it follows the that. bass is playing the tune and yeah so just and, following along and the other thing uh Lonnie, is that you put this one on and you put joy area nine to five on i did for me, I, I always say it, it's the first out of the hatch at the start of the month. They're the songs that get played the most because every time I go back to the playlist, I usually start from the start again. Yeah, well, this was the first one on, wasn't it? So when... Uh, what did everyone else think of that? Yeah, you know, you, you get bands that 
tell they'd be really good live. But am I going to listen to that again very much in the future? I doubt very much, but again, I've got nothing against it. And I'd love to see them live. I think that'd be right. They'd sound like they'd be ace, but... There's a lot of songs that I'll throw away, aren't Yeah. Dookie, mm. you're very quiet, mate. Yeah, no, I quite, I quite like it. I'm not mad about it. I quite like it. Uh, very busy bass line. God, there's all sorts going on there. Um, right, anyway. So the second one for you, Lowney. Pie Corner Audio, and this is a spiral, and this is Lowney's number two. There we go, that was Pie Corner Audio and The Spiral. And go on, Lowney, please do enlighten us on your uh, your thoughts on that track. I don't know much about him, but I have been banging on a few of his tracks previously on the playlist. Um, yeah, I've recognised the name. Yeah, he's been quite active recently. There's about three albums come out in the last year or two. So It's okay. And, and there we go, we can see he's worked with Andy Bell there. That was something that came up fairly recently yeah but yeah it's good um, cool man you can get into your electronic yeah well you know it's always been there see reference to john carpenter there as well which is okay pretty much wearing it on his sleeve isn't it yeah what did everyone else think of that stooky yeah i like it yeah yeah that's no, good it'll it'll take something exceptional to beat that for me on this uh this playlist this month from what we've heard so far okay well pie corner audio while i was listening to uh, the playlist uh, something entered my head. I don't know whether this was subliminal or whether it was just in my psyche because of where I'm staying. Gotta hear this. Have a have a listen to this. Oh, I love Holby City. <laughs> Sounds like that OC's track from last month. 
<laughs> that is seamless. <laughs> Trevor Holland should be a DJ. Bruce Lee, I'm on your. I'm, I'm, I'm coming for you, man. I'm coming for you, man. That high corner audio is going to go in a mix. I've already, uh, I've already shortlisted it on me. Uh, ah, it's perfect for it. Yeah. So it's definitely going in there. Yeah. I love the fact that it says uh, John Carpenter in the thing there because it's the ghost of Christmas mm. past, future, and present. I think that's got like it's a bit tubular bells. So it has got that horror John Carpenter. Yeah, it's yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. It sounds fresh and futuristic. It's got. It's literally so, retro, fresh, and futuristic all in one for me, and it's just, yeah. it's just very, very good. So yeah, that's Pi Corner Audio in the Spiral. A thumbs up from everyone. On yeah, that. awesome, absolutely. Right, Stuki, you're coming in with your number two right now. Mm-hmm. It is Haze. Uh, sorry, Lesser Evil, and the song Haze. Please do elaborate. Uh, first thing I was going to say is you've outsteed Steve this month. Because Hayes, really, yeah, I've got one thousand and eighty-one monthly listeners. Yeah. Uh, I just love this. It's just so woozy. It does exactly what it it's uh, sort of says on the tin, but it's, uh, but also it's there's some really cool kind of chord changes and music shifts and stuffs. So yeah, let's just have a listen. I think that was a 78 played on 33. <laughs> <laughs> the guy sounded like he was on ketamine when he was singing that. <laughs> so do I take it you lot don't like it? I love it. I'd need to listen to it again. I love it. I'll tell you what, Jay, mate, that'd be perfect for you in the wee hours when you can't sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Right in. Well, it gets a thumbs up from me. Did you, did you like that, Lowney? I do, but again, it's a bit like... Um... Kyoto, Kyoto. I'll probably not listen to it again. Well, I need to listen to that again to see whether I do actually like it or not. I can't. I can't decide after two minutes because it's it's ramming that melancholy vibe home into it. But it's funny though because I know, I, I get what you're saying. It just doesn't feel melancholy to me. I, I just love it. Yeah. It's just woozy. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's all in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? Or the the ear of the beholder. Right then. Well. We got to that part of the show where it's the number ones and everyone's favourite track. For me, uh, it's another Steve classic. He- is it Heather or Heta? This song, um, it's right on my street. 
Um, if anything, it sounds like Ghost Woman to me. So let's. <laughs> so that's why it's number one. Have a listen to this. Let me know what you think of. There we go. That was Heather, and uh, for those who don't know, that's uh, they're an artist from San Diego, California. Hidden artist is across the waters, and they got a song called "Pink Purple Blues." I like that. <laughs> they definitely got that sixties garage thing going on again, haven't they? Yeah, it's, yeah. Spoken about yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, what did everyone think of? That? Yeah, I like it. Choice, John. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, good yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, moving on to Lonnie. Numero uno. You, you've seen these at Greenman, didn't you, Bruce Lee? Yeah. Mandrake Dungeon. They were on at the Psych Fest. We went to in Manchester and I never got to see them. And then they were on in uh, the tent at Greenman. So I've definitely got to watch them. And they got this ginger dancer. He doesn't, he's a bez. He's their bez. And he's like oh, okay. tambourine and clown pants on and just bonkers dancer. And he was ace. <laughs> just like, like the focus of the band, you know. He's, he doesn't sing, doesn't do anything. He just dances. We put him in the middle, front and centre, and he's, you know, he's what you look at. Well, I didn't realise, um, probably until I shortlisted it, was it's, it is actually two songs. It is two songs, yeah. Oh. Which features a pun, rose-tinted glasses, and a footballer, Diogo Jota. Did you hear that BBC commentator? Was it John, uh, not John Barrowman, what's his name? But he, he said the words rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> Seriously. I, th- I think we've just got a show title there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's John something Tyndale or Oh John Inverdale. Yeah. John Inverdale. Yeah. So your you, your show title is Oliver Cornwall's Rose Country Pots. Absolutely. I'll play it, Mandrake Hansley.
that. Ooh, that's jingly, jingly jangly. Very stereo lab, isn't it, as well? That, that mm, yeah. yeah. Like the Her voice is a bit like that, yeah. yeah. Isn't the screaming mandrake, isn't that a uh, Harry Potter thing? I don't know. It's like a tree. So I can't remember the point of it in the film. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says the uh, the Mandrake Candrake christened after a song by the Brian Jonestone Massacre. All right. Mm. Flower kraut. I like that. They play flower kraut. Mandrake is a Mediterranean plant of the nightshade family with a forked fleshy root, which supposedly resembles the human form and which was once formally used in herbal medicine and, man- and magic. It was alleged to shriek when pulled from the ground. Mm. So there we go. What's a mandrake handshake? Is that where you, you have a bit of mandrake in the palm of your hand and you press it into the other person's palm or something and it kills them? Good question. I'll tell you what, they put in me a bit in the mind of um, King Gizzard. Yeah, yeah. What you mean, the setup, not musically, surely? No, no, musically and, really? as well, the setup yeah. and musically, yeah. yeah, apart from the female singer. I mean, King Gizzard did some sort of folky stuff in their uh, earlier years. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say they do very varied stuff. They do though. very varied, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a bit of heavy metal going on some some points as well. Like... I saw them live and they, they did, they went from Slayer <laughs> to to folk. Then almost to like, what's she called? They did back in black. What's she called? Uh, build herself. Amy Winehouse. Almost like lounge music type. Right, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, I would have said it as Amy Winehouse style. It's like, okay. But, but they pull it off. Not many people can pull that off and do it well. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, we're, we're on the subject. We really have built up this last song. Uh, Stooky, but can, yeah. Can I just before we get onto that, I take issue with um, Mandrake Handshake's uh, album title, okay. "The Triple Point of Water." I mean, that that smacks to me as a bit kind of like um, muses the origin of symmetry. You know, just fuck off. <laughs> That's what you get with Flower Crowd, I think. So Stooky, bringing up the rear, as always, your number one. My number one. It's Vanishing Shadows by Layla Moss and Gary Newman, as added by uh, Bruce Lee. I was toying with uh, This is the Sleeve as well. It's Because uh, it's the Layla Moss bit as well, the fact that he's duetting, doubling up with her. Because this sounds more her than him. He he doesn't come on into it too late. I was wondering, actually, what he had to do with it. He does sing on this, though, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He does, but... Yeah, yeah. because it was only when it got onto the shortlist that I realised he was on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because it doesn't because it doesn't sound like him, does it? Until you know. No, it's, it doesn't sound like at all like Gary Newman as a, as you'd expect. No. Yeah. There's no mention of cars or friends or anything. Let's play it. It is a song by Layla Moss. Right. Featured artist Gary Newman. Every word you're claiming is 
It's vague. I also like the fact that Brighton has a venue called the Prince Albert. (laughs) (laughs) That just takes half a second for the penny to drop. Right, well, that concludes the top threes. No, no, it doesn't. No, did everybody like that? Yeah. 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 So you're getting a little bit insecure there. (laughs) Yeah, it's very human, isn't it? And synths and... It's not every. It's not everyone's cup of tea. It's quite retro, really. So, uh, right then. So that concludes the top freeze. And next up, it's hidden sleeve. What's up, your? What's up, your? What's up, your? What's up, your? What's up, your hidden sleeve? So then, Mr. Bruce Lee, as your uh, our guest of honor, uh, it will be great. To have your input first on this. Before, I was still agonising over whether to go with Rachel Dad Kaleidoscope. Lovely. Ooh. And I had All Them Witches in there as well, which will uh, probably make everyone laugh because it's All Them Witches and I'm not quite sure what they are. They keep popping up all the time. So They've become favourite sons on the JLS show. Yeah. Bush, I'm on TV track is, is ace. Left field track with the uh, lead singer of uh, Fontaine's, Rian Chatton. Yeah. Chatton, Rian Chatton. Grian, Grian, yeah. and I had the Mandrake handshake, Gaz Coombs as well. I decided to go with Boris Sandy and Daddy Freddy, Midnight Scorcher. Now, Boris Sandy did the vocals on Angel, Massive Attack, great yeah. album opener on uh, Mezzanine, and it reminds me of Leftism, Left Field. Yes. A lot of that album is very, cool. very uh, reggae in that respect. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll just look this. has got that, that feel to it. So I've gone with this. So let's play it. Massive attack. Yeah, I had that on on a short list. Really? On a long short list. And and I didn't realise I knew and knew the voice, but <laughs> Yeah, he's done loads. Just hadn't uh, put two and two together at all. Yeah. He's done quite he's done a, he's done quite a few with massive massive attack. Do you like reggae Stu? Do you like that? I, I, I don't like reggae, but and I probably didn't give that much uh, much of a listen to be honest when I was going through the list, but I, enjoy, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And I get I get the massive attack kind of. But yeah, it's a bit more dubbing. Yeah, it. no, it's yeah, it's good. It's good. Right, yo, right, right, right. So my honourable mentions, that was up there, uh, Lee. 
I've got Observationist, Data Cell, Midnight Scorcher, Sylvan Paul, Rachel Dad, Moon Sales, Ephedrine, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 95. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> uh, don't Stay, It's Over, Gaz Coombs. But I'm going to go with another Steve Hawley tune. This is going on with his um, Australian vibe, man. He's got a big Australian vibe going on now. Alien Nose Job hmm. and R&R Rubbish Bin. Chats, it's, it's, it's very chatsy, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. What did everyone else think of that? It got a kind of comedy vote for me, as in, like, it pricked my ears. But it, um, yeah, it's not something I'm going to listen to over and over. Is that your uh, one one listen pile? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I know he's, he's put another one on, hasn't he? Which is a similar kind he's of... Put, yeah, he's put two on. Snarky... What is it, Beatles versus the Stones or something? Yes. They've obviously got this thing that they're doing. It's a snarky take on <laughs> music history. You're not you're not obviously buying into the thing. Well, you're not buying into it. It's all been done before, hasn't it? I mean fucking hell. Yeah, but so is a lot of things. No, I mean the snarky let's take the piss out of rock and roll history thing, you know. It's yeah. It's just a bit of fun. Are you got have you listened to the song The Beatles versus Stones, or are you just going off the title? No, no, listen to that. Yeah. Is it a piss takey one? I've not listened to it, so I don't it's a similar thing to oh, that. It'll be a celebration. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so there you go. That doesn't float everyone's bloat, but it's just a bit of a fun track for me, and that's that's part of what a hidden sleeve is. And yeah. uh, you learn a bit of history as well, which is always a good thing, AJ eh, Mac. <laughs> what history lessons that? I've had quite a few today. <laughs> yeah. Eloni, you are next. Yes. So, a couple of honourable mentions. Gordon by the Borderlands. Borderlands. Borderlands, yeah, that was your number yeah. four one. Um, uh, Dead Meadow. Uh, then there was Picnic. Disco Doom. I quite quite enjoyed that. Kept getting played over and over. Impersonator, which is the CIA, which is a Ty Siegel uh, spin-off. There was a couple fighting for my hidden sleeve. So there was Rainbow Lollipop by uh, Josephine Olsen. And the liberation. But I'm going to go with, and it's been mentioned, um, 
Rachel Dad means sales. Ooh. Oh, he's brilliant, this. Zero seven all over that. Yeah, it, it has. has yeah, it has. yeah. Right. Oh well. That, that again. I think it's uh, gets a relaxation massage on the back of the neck from everyone. <laughs> it's the that. spot. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So Stooky. Okay. So honourable mentions. Um, I'm going to mention Greta Van Fake by the Bobby Lees, which <laughs> I very much enjoyed. And there's been quite a few Bobby Lee's tracks on this year, and they've all been good. Um, but they really stuck the knife into Greater Van um, Graham. I couldn't come, Greater Van, can't even remember the bloody name. It's Greater Van Fleet. Yeah. I will now on think of them as Greater Van Fake, which is a far <laughs> and name, really. But yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I really like Beck's version of Old Man. Mm. Nothing new there. He's done a very sort of faithful take on it but really really like that and worth mentioning that noah york seems to have discovered that he doesn't have to just use his dad's uh cutoffs and he can make his own music which is nice his first couple of uh releases sounded just like tom york's solo stuff which was a bit worrying really well he's living in the same house probably his dad's probably in next door like in a studio yeah well, we don't know how old he is i mean he could be eight for all we know no idea <laughs> You know, so the one I'm going to go for is my hidden sleeve is by a band that uh, actually produced one of my favorite tracks of the year. Mm. And the reason I'm picking them is because I thought this was the first time I heard it. I thought that's amusing. It's a one off, one listen novelty record. I'll never hear from this band again. And that's it. But the band is Reigns. Mm. And I really like this track. The, the track that uh, I was talking about before was The Hoarder. And I've listened to it numerous times and it's just as good. Every time I listen to it, it was but, so uh, good, Stooky, that we named an episode yes, of our show after it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So long may it continue. The track is the Mount Bank. Fantastic. Oh, 
earth that I could see other realms Without moving from the place that I dwell Shadows and plateaus and vistas of Mars All rising from the folds of the dark Kid man, I'm glad to see that back. I was gonna, I was, I was considering picking that myself. It's the bass, great bass line again in that tune. Yeah, great yeah, bass line. Yeah, he's a real wordsmith. That guy, it's amazing. Yeah, gonna have to check out that album, like you say, because yeah, that isn't a novelty song. Like the first one appeared a bit like a novelty. Yeah. The Horder did, okay. yeah. yeah. No, I went back and I listened to that album, the Tollinghurst, after hearing that song, and that's why I put that on because mm. yeah. I, I thought it was really good. So, right, and chaps, well. Gentlemen and gentle women and gentle people of the world. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. And we shall see each other very soon. Thank you for listening. Cheers, J-Mac. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, lads. Yeah, cheers, J-Mac. Get well soon. Good night. Have you got yourself an occupation?
Stu's moved. Where are you now, Stu? You've moved. You've come out. I've just um, just popped down the alley uh, for a while. So <laughs> funnily enough, it's it's a very famous alley. Popped out the spaceship yeah. and it's... <laughs> it's, it's where it's where Ziggy first appeared. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> to, to all our listeners who don't have a Scooby Doo, what's going on? Stu's changing his background, and he, today he's decided to a be in space. Two now he's on. The famous David Bowie cover. That 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 oh, is utterly oh, pointless, J Mac, because it'll just get edited out by Lowney. <laughs> <laughs> Including your explanation of I'm, I'm infringing copyrights left, right, and centre. For those watching in black and white, the red is the one behind the black. <laughs> <laughs>